the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That's never good when the microphone falls apart. Hey, hour number two of uh, Wednesday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show. Stop uh, breaking things in the studio. <laughs> I have to come in there and clean that up after uh, you. Man, oh man, it's Uh So listen, I got to tell you about my friends at the Alpha Beta Report. Uh, if you want a lucrative side hustle, you need to check out the Alpha Beta Report. You can learn about money, investing, the markets, and you're going to learn from people who are experts and uh, they have a killer uh, program that they operate from. So check out the Alpha Beta Report at alphabetareport.com. And uh, thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network. Uh, phone lines are open, 844-TALK-989. Two questions I've asked today. Uh, did Claudine Gay use chat GPT to draft her resignation letter? Right now, looks like 94% of you believe that she did. <laughs> And uh, here's the other question. Who is more committed to political progressivism as a means of Marxism? You know, political progressivism is really just about upsetting the structure, the political structure, and changing it. Well, okay, it can be progressive and still conservative, right? You can – because right now we have a political system that is Marxist in my view. It is 100 percent Marxist, um, the structure that is. And uh, so <clears throat> who's more committed to political progressivism as a means of Marxism, Governor Mike DeWine or President Joe Biden? Oh. Is there a third choice? In there? <laughs> uh, mainstream press. I don't know. OK. I, mm, 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 mm. I have no comment at this time. OK, let me give you some more facts. I was told there'd be no math here. There'd be no math here. <laughs> Uh, this is this is a, this is um, phraseology identifying as math. You are correct. It's a it's a trans math problem. So um, remember, Governor Mike DeWine was fingered in the uh, Fauci emails. He was the guy. He was one of a handful of governors that Fauci said would be on board with some of what they were trying to do. Um, I forgot about that. You forgot about that. It's because nobody in the press reported it other than us. And then they glossed over it. Um, and then remember when Donald Trump came to Ohio and, and, and DeWine didn't go? I do remember that. Uh, and then do you remember when uh, Joe Biden was installed in the White House and uh, he put together a COVID task force? Do you remember one of his first selections? Governor Mike DeWine. I don't remember that. You know, they served in the U.S. Senate together, DeWine and and Biden. And I'm telling you, the degree of separation, when you listen to the old Joe Biden, 
you know, there was some, the, first of all, he's a racist. <laughs> 100%. Um, if you can't decide between voting for me and Donald Trump, you ain't black. Joe Biden. Um, but the degree of separation might be what abortion. I mean, DeWine, what does DeWine hang his hat on? Pro-life. Okay. Well, well yeah, I, I would agree he does, but, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to sing the praises everyone else did. So everybody thought Mike DeWine was the secret weapon with Ohio issue one. Let's put him on stage. Let's put him and Fran in front of everybody and say, it just goes too far. It goes too far. It just, just goes too far. Uh, but you should mask up and get your jabs. Um, but, you know, he did it too late. I thought that, too. I said, Johnny, come lately. I mean, Mikey, come lately. When you look at every major initiative in every election and the number of early votes and you look at the landscape and say, OK, all things being equal, Soteris Parabos, who does a better job of building the scaffolding for get out to vote and harvesting? It's the left. So, so why are you coming out after early voting starts, Mike DeWine? I, qu- I question his commitment to even pro-life. Well, I, that whole campaign was, in my opinion, poorly, poorly done. Now, some would say that he's, you know, uh, pro 2A. Um, well, oh, yeah. Which uh, he's 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 pro big government. I can tell you that uh, I haven't engaged with hurting families or tearful victims nor spent sleepless nights and long hours speaking to professionals, leafing through dry medical journals and well-written books. Researching trends from Ohio to the Netherlands to give up at the one-yard line. The lives and futures of Ohio's youth are far too precious for me to quit now. We will see this to the end with a determined resolve to make the Buckeye State a safe haven for women and children. They cannot afford for me or my colleagues to quit now, and we won't. By the way, the glasses make you look like an expert. I am totally... Yeah, I have the expert vibe, man. If you're if you're watching the stream online, I am a trans video. expert. <laughs> I identify as an expert. But when you take them off, what happens? It, well, it's just it's transient. It's like bidenomics. <sighs> okay. It's just it's the in between phase, and then eventually I put them back on. Sorry, I derailed you there. <laughs> and I'm an expert again. No, you're good, man. Uh, okay. So that was Representative Gary Click, uh, Jenna Powell, State Representative, Ohio's uh, District 80. Called DeWine the worst governor in America. Failed millions of women and children today by vetoing House Bill 68. And then uh, Michael Rooley, state senator, we must protect our children from radical leftist gender ideology being pushed into Ohio. By the way, Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio, which has boasted of increasing its transgender procedures by 544% in a single year, is obviously behind uh, making sure that... DeWine vetoes and the veto stays put. U.S. Senator J.D. Vance dismissed DeWine's claim that he vetoed the bill to protect parents' rights as a slogan, not a justification. There are many things the law rightfully says no one, including parents, may do to children. I can think of a lot of them. Tonsillectomies are not one of them. (laughs) For those of you who are wondering why, is some bonehead, some uh, buffoon on Twitter posted earlier, hey, Jack, 
do you want to stop my kid from getting a tonsillectomy? That that involves a surgery. Lord have mercy. Uh, Vance also noted DeWine's statement ignores the extraordinary pressure from interest groups and big pharma to greenlight poorly understood irreversible procedures. That's called social contagion. That's called peer pressure. When one of our 11-year-olds looks at us and says, well, I get why some of the kids are doing this because it gets them attention. It's the cool thing to do. Yeah. Hip and cool, baby. It is. It's it's the pet rock of the 80s. It's the purple hair of the 90s, right? Or maybe maybe it's – and that wasn't 90s. It was, 90s was grunge rock. Uh, I'm not comparing this to grunge rock. Although I think Green Day came out and, you know, lipped off about MAGA Republicans over, you know, over the holiday. Yeah. You know, make some decent music, some, you know, some fun stuff to listen to, but shut up otherwise. Otherwise, please. shut up. Please. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Uh, Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose agreed the SAFE Act does not curtail parental rights but prevents clinicians from committing reckless malpractice on minors. Um, and DeWine's veto has become a national battle cry. By the way, this is from the exclusive We Will Win This. Ohio Rep announces plan to override DeWine's veto on House Bill 68, and it comes from the Washington stand. I do not want to plagiarize because I don't want to be president of Harvard, so I need to cite my source here. Um, DeWine has fallen to the radical left. No wonder he gets loudly booed in Ohio. Every time I introduce him, president Donald Trump posted on his social media platform, truth social. I'm finished with this stiff, uh, Mr. President newsflash. DeWine was a radical progressive back during COVID, even before that, that just exposed him. I mean, the guy governed more like Gavin Newsom and Gretchen Whitmer and, Governor Cuomo. Well, look who he put in charge of it. The first person. Amy Swiss Cheese Acton. Yeah. Yeah, she was uh, an Obama an Obama activist. Uh, pro, pro-abortion. Pro-abortion, yeah. You know, one of the highlights of my career, I'm going to say this, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, back during those COVID pressers, that, nobody knew who I was before then, and I was quite happy about that, by the way. Um, I asked Amy Acton two really hard questions that I think were embarrassing to her. And then the very next day she would always take off. I loved it. I mean, literally it was, it was, you know, I would ask a tough question and it was hand motions and, you know, smile and Swiss cheese answers. And, and then the next day she would be off. Um, So Trump's closest rival for the Republican presidential nomination, Florida governor Ron DeSantis said Sunday that the Ohio legislature should override the veto done by Trump. Uh, And so, yeah, there's more. Shame on you, Governor DeWine. XY chromosomes do not equal XX, Warren Davidson. Uh, DeWine's actions were rebuked by the Ohio Republican Party, whose chairman, Alex Triantafilo, asked Republicans to come together to protect children, girls, and either override this veto or pass similar legislation without delay. And... uh, We're going to talk more about this uh, next with Tim Head. You don't want to miss this conversation, so stay tuned. I always say, Alan's keeping me online and on time. Barely. Um... Welcome back to the Bruce Willey Show. Jack Windsor, <clears throat> editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at 
theohiopressnetwork.com. And Alan, do we have uh, Tim on the line? We do? Okay. Uh, I want to bring him in. Uh, he is the executive director of Faith and Freedom Coalition. He is uh, Tim Head. Uh, Tim, welcome back. How are you today, sir? You and Ohio. Oh, I missed I missed the front part of that. Could you say it again? We had you on we had you on silence there. Sorry, I, I was just saying uh, Happy New Year to oh. uh, to you and uh, to the rest of Ohio today. Yes, well, Happy New Year to you, and uh, it's a big year. It is a massive year uh, in Ohio, and well, of course, in America as well. But you're pretty up to snuff on what's going on in the Buckeye State. Uh, am I correct, sir? On uh, particularly with. Mike DeWine's veto of House Bill 68. We uh, we we've definitely been paying attention there, and uh, you know we uh, so as a national organization, we uh, we we're working in probably 30 different states in DC, but uh, but definitely when things like a veto like that kind of crop up in a in a state the size of Ohio, it certainly catches. Absolutely. Well, let me. Uh, I've I've been kicking it for. Well, I, I mean, I ta- I almost talked relentlessly about it for uh, you know weeks leading up to his veto, and then now uh, since he's vetoed it. But what are your thoughts, and and maybe more importantly, what are the thoughts of the uh, two three million members of of your coalition uh, as you see this? Uh, I don't know. I would say from uh, you know a place not Ohio. How does this show up on your radar? Well, you know, listen, I, I, from from our perspective, I mean, we, we're working around the country. Uh, you know, the way we, we sometimes like to say it is we try to work on, a pub, on public policy from a biblical worldview through a constitutional framework. And uh, and so, you know, obviously, um, we we have seen uh, trans related issues uh, crop up, especially, I would say, you know, ironically, since Obergefell, uh, the, you know, the Supreme Court opinion that uh, that recognized uh, kind of the, the protected class of, of uh, same-sex marriage, a lot of people thought that that was, that was kind of the end of that. You know, that, that discussion could be put to bed, so to speak. Um, but within three weeks, we saw uh, trans-related issues come up in Charlotte, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina. And so really for the last five years, uh, we've been, we've been uh, tracking especially on issues related to this. And, um, you know, unfortunately what we've, what we've seen and, uh, you know, something that, that Governor DeWine might just not want to fully acknowledge is that, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people think that if you uh, on these issues, um, it'll it'll kind of assuage, you know, a, a lot of these kind of loud voices. And we just have found that that is not the case, uh, that capitulation just doesn't get you what you think it's going to get, get you. If we give you give give these people what they want, you know, eventually they'll kind of like uh, – uh, start to like us or work with us or be our friends has been uh, been the case at all and, and so unfortunately I think that that may be a little where, a little bit where you know Governor De- DeWine is has uh, his hope for the best in this situation but you know ultimately I think good policy I'm really glad you said that I'm sitting in the chair of a guy uh, Bruce Hooley I'm filling in for him I have been for a while. And uh, Alan reminded me yesterday, one of the things that Bruce says all the time is the progressives, they, they don't stop. They keep, they keep pushing forward. They keep pushing the envelope. And I talked to one of De- DeWine's former advisors, and I said, what in the world? And the comment I got back was he's old, he's disconnected, and he doesn't think that this is a significant issue. To your point, you know, we can cave on this. This doesn't affect very many. 
But this is and, – and this is where I think people kind of check out. They start calling you a conspiracist. I, how far will this go? I don't know. I, I'm going to ask you a really hard question right on the spot. Do you, do you think this is like moving us toward like transhumanism? Is this just part of tearing down every shred of decency and common sense and anything tied to the, the norm or the old institutions? Where are these wackos going? Well, you know, if, if uh, you know, I, I think that, that one of the challenges here that uh, that fr- frankly fall, you know, it definitely applies to to me and and to you, but I think to all of us, it's a very foreign thing. Uh, just the calculus of this, it, it, it's sort of couched in the uh, under the rubric, the basic uh, broad rubric of you know, kind of compassion and tolerance and. And, um, you know, uh, the value of each individual person, but, but we're also reorienting all of an entire society and civilization around an extraordinarily um, margin, margin, you know, uh, they exist on the, on the margins. These are like, you know, less than one-tenth one of a percent of the population. And, and ironically, you know, it, uh, the, the cries have actually gotten so, uh, so loud, but also so uh, unusual that uh, that even the the rest of of the kind of gay and lesbian populations are starting to uh, to question is going on here because we didn't even ask for this okay yep and um, and I, I think that uh, that that uh, because of that it it really is very difficult to tell what is the quote unquote end game here uh, I would say um, you know look I, I actually uh, boy this is a long conversation but but um, I actually really believe that there are elements to this that are tied to uh, this this um, movement across the world of, among an, um, a certain strata of of, uh, of kind of elite thinking thinkers um, to to depopulate. Uh, if you really think about you know just kind of the simple uh, the simple kind of biology yep. of uh, of same sex uh, you know marriage even and and certainly in this case uh, trans. Um, that uh, that that a lot of people just believe that there are too many people, and so you know, one there are a dozen different ways to uh, to have fewer people, uh, uh, systemic uh, systematic ways to have uh, fewer people on the planet. But one of them, uh, you know, is just the simple biological uh, pairing of uh, people that can't that can't actually reproduce. And um, and I you know I don't have an, a direct uh, response or a direct uh, uh, kind of. Uh, data uh, sur- surrounding that, but but uh, you know one of the challenges here is there's there's no real um, clear logical explanation for what's what's going on here. I mean you can see you know extraneous kind of exceptions being made. There there are you know uh, biological exceptions. Um, that, you know any of us that have taken uh, college classes know that there are un- you know kind of unusual um, uh, situations that happen. Uh, from time to time, and I think that it's it's completely fair to contemplate that. But when you're starting talking about, you know, again, reorienting all of society uh, around these very very uh, unusual exceptions, uh, you do really have to ask questions about what what exactly is going on here. This this is uh, seems to be much more than meets the eye. So, can you stick with me on the other side of this break uh, for for about ten minutes? I, a couple other things to talk about. Are you available? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I'm talking with Tim Head. He's the executive director of uh, Faith and Freedom Coalition. Uh, we just kind of stepped through. Where does this r- radical movement go? Um, I would surmise that you know 
uh, transracial identity. You know, I'm black, identify as white. I'm white, I identify as black. Or how can it be trans financial? I mean, really, that's to me what equity is all about. It's about I have a fair share regardless of whether I put anything in or not. Uh, We might discuss that a little bit more, but we're going to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion next uh, on the other side of this break on The Bruce Woolley Show. So stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 